This is Jason Kristoff with Podcast 10, I believe. As usual, I don't know what podcast it is, but it is Thursday, March 26th. And uh, how's everybody doing out there? It's kind of like a monkey humping a football all day out there in the public. It's sort of really hard to go out there. You don't really know... um, What's worse, the corrupt politicians with their pandemic or the reaction of the public, which is to basically uh, forget about all recorded history and just uh, ignore what uh, states of emergencies do and what rights the governments acquire when they declare those states of emergency, which is full draconian control of the entire society, including water, to your house and electricity to your house and the right to remove you from your house and take ownership of your house for whatever purpose they deem necessary. And of course, the public don't really understand the historical significance of what um, these declarations, I mean, even with the WHO, the World Health Organization, when they declare a pandemic, it triggers all these draconian measures. And again, the World Health Organization, the WHO, is a private company that has no right to rule anybody in a democratic society. And um, what we're seeing, folks, is basically the one world government tryout. And will the people digest it and love it? Because we're having, we're being ruled in this medical dictatorship through experts, which is they've been training the society to accept that for a very long time, where they're bowing down and allowing experts to decide um, the fate of entire nations when the traditional teaching in the government schools where we got 18 years of brainwashing and that's why we're in this situation that we're in that's ground zero of the disempowered um, citizen because they don't know what's going on but in the democratic society you're supposed to control every group every different group even though it's a fairy tale every different group is supposed to control you know, what happens to them through their representatives in government. And we see throughout the world today that there is no representation of the people. Each country buckles in succession to the same, you know, very disastrous rules and measures and provisions to literally strip the public's ability to feed, clothe, and house themselves, which is immoral, unethical, and you know, it's just reeks of childlike behavior because we don't have any leaders. We just have order followers and everybody just has actors. I mean, I hate to say this, but Donald Trump has said, you know, let's get everything running up by Easter. And, you know, even though if he's delivering a liaria based line there, everybody else in the world is not all the other leaders that are really actors that are working behind the scenes, um, you know, basically ruled through uh, families that are very ancient that have, you know, perpetuated this con job on the society. And it's not really anybody's fault that they're not really aware of the con job because between the media 
and, you know, Netflix and booze and smoking and smoking joint and partying and hockey games and football games. I mean, you're not you're not going to pick it up. But there have been some people in the world trying to warn everybody. And, you know, the way the human mind goes, you'll see that there aren't there aren't a lot of people, the way the subconscious mind works, this will be a prime example of how it works. Most people don't have one book in their house about anything other than maybe the best wines to to try when they're in Tuscany and how to navigate Tuscany and what to do when you're in Croatia. I mean, this, this is the extent of the books, basically this sedative and distractive-based lifestyle fortification. And the reason most people aren't interested in education or aren't interested in research, which was how you accumulated safety and security when you were in the, you know, in the ancient times, safety and security today is very different than how you get safety and security. You used to get it in ancient times. In ancient times, the more educated you were, the more safety and security you had. So books and studying and debates and libraries and uh, study groups were huge in ancient culture. Now today, we don't see any books because safety and security now is the same has the same psychological profile of the child. So safety and security-based psychology of the child is about repeating what you're supposed to repeat, blending in, saying what you're supposed to say, doing what you're supposed to do, thinking what you're supposed to think. And and regardless, there is no moral or ethical review when you're a child in fear. I mean, if they say X, Y, and Z is what's going to save you from the slap of the hand or it's going to get you the extra piece of cake or a bigger present at Christmas, the child psychology is just say, yeah, I'm going to say whatever I got to say to be safe. And I'm going to blend in and I'm going to be everybody's friend and everybody's going to like me. I'm going to have that big fake smile on my face. And that's why people smile in pictures. No one really realizes that as you just showing how compliant you are and you're very happy and are very agreeable. No one even really understands why most people smile in pictures. And then if you don't smile, other people kind of shame you and get mad at you. But you see today that there's no, there's not a lot of books in people's homes because the safety and security handed out today is based on compliance and reflexive obedience to authority. And you see that out today on the streets. I've never seen the likes of it. I've seen people I thought might even be half awake, completely regressing back into a childlike state and basically repeating what authority says uh, for them to repeat. So the subconscious mind will scan the msn.ca homepage here in Canada. It will scan the conversations that it's in. The subconscious will also scan the conversations that are going on within earshot of it. It will scan the newspapers. It will scan the news reports. And the subconscious mind in the chat in the child function sort of really boils down to a, to a thick syrup, what exactly is the best thing to say to acquire safety? Now, adults aren't supposed to do that. As I've said before in, you know, in many podcasts is that there used to be a rite of passage 
to get a child to develop into a full adult by making them do more like a hero's journey. These things are very important to mature a child from an adult. And that's why there's no books out today. Like there's no need with any knowledge if your switchblade to crisis is repeat what you're told. So, the, you know, no one really is understanding the history of what it means to declare a state of emergency. They're certainly not aware that, you know, in World War II Germany, the Nazi Party, is a socialist party, was freely elected in democratic elections. And then, like all societies that are sort of weak and in need of recycling, evil kept pushing the people around and fortifying itself in government with a lot of order takers and order followers. So all people that are plugged into the governmental system under crisis simply again start repeating what they're told to repeat and if it, it you know if it includes killing lots of people you can see where that goes where if if all you do is repeat what you're told for safety what you're what you're told without any ethical or moral review any order can come down the pipe from corrupt authority and then people will execute it the average person today may have read about the Holocaust at the concentration camps uh, when they were younger. And obviously, sometimes their their question to themselves is like, oh, how could people have done that? Like, who, how could they throw people in ovens or shoot people point blank and um, firing squads? And what, what about the guy that you know, it was the railway, the locomotive driver, where he, you know, drove all the, the Jewish people and the dissidents to the concentration camps. Didn't he feel guilty? What about the guy in the guard tower? Didn't he feel guilty? Well, this is how evil works. And, and again, that's why history is very, very important, because evil is a force. It infects scared humans and malnourished humans. And there's invisible forces at uh, at work that's why god's invisible as the story goes and the devil's invisible good is a quality but it's invisible and evil is a quality and it's equally invisible and what we're seeing today is a rise of evil inside a society where people have lost their ability or their 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 thirst for knowledge to understand and put things in a historical context. There's no way people should be giving away all their liberties, rights, and freedoms right now because this is how evil works. And, you know, the next couple steps always, and, evil, and e that's why we got to read. And if we ever get out of this and we don't want it to happen again, education and not indoctrination has to be forefront because evil always has the same playbook. It's not really that hard to figure out. It starts, I mean, like currently in Cornwall, 30 minutes ago, the city declared a state of emergency for basically regular flu illness and regular flu deaths. So if you look at the number of people dying in Cornwall or dying in Canada or dying in Italy, um, the death rates aren't up. Uh, they're actually down. And it's and it's in re the populations you expect, kind of older and really sick young people too. That shouldn't be really shocking to someone if 
if a 30-year-old dies and all he does is play video games, smoke dope, and eat pizza, of course he's going to die. And, you know, they declared that state of emergency in Cornwall. Again, it's regular deaths and it's being marketed as irregular. And, and everybody who, you know, is not read, and, and again, it's not really their fault because why read and research and this has been done many times before, the same sort of trick where you advertise something or you use propaganda and indoctrination. I mean, that's why they call it propaganda, folks, is because the first word in propaganda is prop. So you can take an 80-year-old guy that died in 2019, like a year ago, and you no one takes his picture when he's dying. And... He died, and if you look at his death in the statistics, a certain amount of old people die every year, every country. And you can look those up, but you don't take a picture of him. So it just looks like he's just in the obituary, which is the way it's supposed to go. I mean, he died, and when you die, you just don't kind of turn off like C-3PO on Star Wars. You don't just flick a switch. When you die, the, the death cycle in, involves infection, and it involves bacterial infection, viral infection, organ shutdown. They never just shut down on their own. They start to malfunction, and literally your meat of your body starts to rot from the inside and causes inflammation and water retention, and things just fail. So this death is, you know, is really ugly. And if everybody saw every death, they'd be petrified of death. But there's, there's regular statistics that show that the, the regular amount of people are dying at the regular rates from the regular diseases. But again, propaganda, the first word is prop. So if you, if you really want to do what's called a pandemic, where you, you know, you get together and you say, look, we're, this is what we want to accomplish. And humans are more compliant when they're in fear. And, you know, you start taking pictures of the same gentleman or the same lady passing away. But, you know, you make the doctor wear a hazmat suit and, and you make the the patient in sort of like that cocooned medical plastic device. And then you cordon off or you quarantine all these new sick people, but they're just the same sick. And you quarantine them in blue tents or a separate wing of the hospital, put some yellow tape there, and then start reporting it as an epidemic. And then the, the people go um, get afraid and they start to panic and get scared. And that, that triggers what's called the fight, flight, or freeze uh, process in the brain or the limbic system, or the fight or flight system. It, it's also called the reptilian brain, or the R complex stands for reptilian, or, or the hind brain. And that is the ministry of defense of the body. It's notoriously low IQ, because when you're going to be aggressive, if you're put into the fight or flight mode because you're scared, and you are going to be aggressive, like run away from someone being a bully to you, or you're going to fight the bully, high IQ is actually adversarial to your defense. So the fight or flight system, the limbic system, it's notoriously low IQ. It's very childlike. Um, it doesn't think long term. And you can see that effect in the population. And of course, the people that are organizing this are banking on this part of the brain being activated. And that's why, you know, we got quarantined maybe a week ago. 
and then everybody would start to calm down and their brains were starting to turn on. And then today we get the declaration of a state of emergency to reactivate the fight or flight system, lower the IQ again and watch tomorrow the emotional stability of the population will be, uh, you know, fragile and there'll be more compliance. So you can, you know, by um, tomorrow or Saturday, we can see the next play from our corrupt and inverted government officials who are just actors and they're going to read off in unison around the world what the next chapter is going to be and all the scared children who you know believe the government is their friend and the subconscious unfortunately that the conscious mind will say that the government is you know out for the greater good but the subconscious the subconscious is the part of the brain it's a no bullshit part of the brain it's been scanning every book every movie every government dictate it scans everything it actually records every second of your life from the first trimester last trimester um, 24 hours a day at rates that would at like memory rates computer memory rates that would baffle your mind the subconscious mind basically can download information at 11 million pieces of information a second. So it's it's scanning the environment all the time, and it's well aware that the government is corrupt. I mean, how could it not if it analyzed every second of your life? The government steals half your half your money. It says it's it's running a healthcare system, and there's chocolate bar, pop, and chip machines in the you know in the hospitals. All the medications make people sick. I mean. If you take a whole bottle of medication, um, you're dead, you know. And then if you take one a day, it makes you better. I mean, no one in a movie is going to the fridge and trying to kill themselves with four heads of cauliflower. They go to the medicine cabinet and take a whole bunch of pills. And it really doesn't matter what pills they're in the medicine cabinet. If you take the whole bottle, you're usually dead because it's poison. Now, although... You, the owner of the conscious mind, might be too, too, too much of a little bit of a wimp to, to understand that you're being played. Your subconscious has no problem understanding that you are in big trouble in this society at all times. And the subconscious says, okay, we analyzed everything. The government's corrupt. And, and from the first day we got on the planet, the subconscious probably made that decision in a millisecond. And so it says, okay, this is what we got on our plate. We got a corrupt society. We got circumcision. We got something called vaccination that injects uh, documented poisons into the children. We have parents that um, hand their kid, kids off to daycare so they could go work jobs. They don't like to come home to situations they're not enjoying either. The subconscious takes all that in without judgment and just says, Let's analyze it. Dangerous place. Very, very dangerous place. Let's make some strategies. And the strategies is big smile, fit in, support the bully in the schoolyard. Don't talk against the bully in the schoolyard. And uh, just go along to get along, fit in, be everybody's friend, you know, use your, don't educate on your, 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 your social media posts, that's just dangerous. Just put up some funny things and, you know, some alcohol, selfies and 
you know, just basically don't be a threat, right? Just show yourself as a follower, show yourself as as someone who grovels at the foot of the bully. And basically, that's all you can do. And yeah, I mean, I understand that adaptation. It's supposed to be an adaptation that's really, um, really evident and really ongoing when you're a child. But it's supposed to stop at about 14. And then you're supposed to, you know, if the bully comes up in the schoolyard and you're 20 and the bully's 20 and you have the same, you know, relatively um, enough resources to defend yourself, there's a time where the adult-based development is supposed to say, you know what, I'm not going to follow anymore. I'm not going to really repeat on cue. I can sort of defend myself. And, you know, we're not seeing that out there today. So evil just keeps encroaching because what we have, again, is a, is a society where the licenses, the driver's licenses say that, yeah, yeah, Jim and Joan and Phil and John, they're of adult age, but they've been sitting in the corner sucking their thumb watching TV and whacking off the porn and smoking dope and drinking wine so long that evil knows that there's going to be no resistance whatsoever. And this is what we're seeing out there. And it's it's really unfortunate. And I was going to use this podcast today to to review some of the primary medical lies in relation to how we got here. Like, how did we get here in regards to people thinking that viruses make them sick? When this was actually a debated issue not more than 200 years ago or 170 years ago, where they had to decide what made people sick. (laughs) And because, you know, because the powers that be wanted some sort of story that disempowered the people. We went for the viral or bacterial or fungal um, theory of disease causation. And that's why we're here today, because that one lie, and it's a lie, the viruses are not there to kill you. They're produced inside your body to clean you from poison. So the average person on the this is this is why we have this is why we have the Hollywood show we have today, which is just you, you couldn't make this stuff up. It's completely inverted. And you know, for someone to think that eating Doritos, drinking wine, and smoking dope has nothing to do with their sickness is a very, very powerful tool to make people and you know make them compliant and line them up for this sort of mind control where they're afraid of viruses in the invisible virus but they're not afraid of the visible joints they're smoking booze they're drinking junk food they're eating they're not afraid of staying up late they're not afraid of not exercising so you know, the, so if you want to know why you can get a society of overweight, medicated, junk food eating p- 
pill-popping people who are locking themselves in their house because they're afraid to get sick of an invisible virus, you got to go back a couple hundred years and really bang the drum on this fake um, theory of disease causation based on the invisible. And like I've said, folks, they that's that's a trick. Controlling the invisible is a trick that these people have mastered. And maybe we'll sort of leave it there. I'll pick up in the next podcast about all the sort of lies that like everything. And, and I was inspired to do this next talk on the next podcast by uh, Max Eigen. Because he did a little, someone sent me a little 10 minute video of him uh, talking today. And they put it to some nice images. But everything we've been taught is a lie. And if you don't have any books and you don't do any research because all because you know it's kind of useless anyway because why research if you're just going to repeat the bullshit that you've been told for your a plus your smurf stamp your 10 out of 10 or your gold star which continues into your into your adulthood where you just repeat the bullshit of the day i mean that's that's what most people when i went out to i was just at the grocery store, and everybody I was talking to stopped thinking. I mean, when did they stop thinking? Everything someone said, the TV told them. Like they don't even real, they don't even realize it. So especially in public, like if so, someone's even half half awake, and they know other people are listening, they just start repeating the lie in case the guy next to them outs them as someone who's not believing the bullshit. And of course, when I go in the grocery store, everybody knows I don't believe it. So you get the looks like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's not like, oh, my God. He's, they're like shocked because the real, the subconscious mind of everybody looking at me is basically saying, are you crazy? Because you're not repeating the lies. And if you don't repeat the lies, you don't get any safety and security. I'm an adult, I can develop my own safety and security up until a point, but even up until that point, I'm not going to repeat lies just so that it can fit in with an inverted society. Like, who would even want to live in this society? And where do you even think it ends, folks? Like, where do you think this goes when you have 4 billion people in the world afraid to be an adult and stick up to a tyrant, and then they go lock themselves in a house and then complain when everybody else is leading their life. And if you want to know the evil playbook, go back in history. Evil is very good at getting control. And then it's one of its most favorite things is to start making laws, which makes living impossible. And it's called the double bind mind control. So the double bind, I think I talked about that yesterday in the podcast, the double bind mind control is giving you choices from two equally shitty options. So, you know, some some lady today was saying she might have to take the vaccine or lose her job. Well, that's double bind mind control. Death or death, enjoy your freedom. So you get to inject poison into your, your system, which will either, you know, kill you immediately, which is a side effect. So if you don't think it's a side effect, go read the vaccine insert, which they hide from you, because the vaccine insert is the legal document that comes with the vaccine. And if you look at the adverse reported events, you will see death, just in case you think I'm sensationalizing it. It's right there if you want to look. And you don't, you're not dying from the vaccine because it's full of stuff that's good for you, okay? 
you know, poison doesn't make you healthier. <laughs> Things that kill you. When's the last time you were at your grandmother's house having organic soup? And she said, well, be careful because the organic soup might kill two people out of the five here today. You know, it doesn't make any sense. So this, this lady had the double bind mind control, which means damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that's what evil is famous for. And that might be coming for people. So just in case you want to bypass reading again, that's how evil usually plays to say, well, you can't come out of your house because of the virus. And then you might phone the authorities and say, well, I'm starving to death. And they're like, you can't come out of the house because of the virus. And you're like, I got to come out. I got no food. And they're like, you can't come out of the house. You know, and then what do you do? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that's what's coming. And it needs evil. And it needs a school system to produce order followers. And the they got more order followers and repeaters than they can shake a stick at. And they're in the double bind as well. Double bind mind control is how evil plays in this side of the, the spectrum. Is because, you know, the guy that says you can't go out of your house because of the virus, he knows that you might starve to death and then because he's scared he goes back to the low iq part of the brain and which is a self-preservation so he's like well if it comes down between you dying and me dying that's the double bind i die or you die that means you die so i'm trying to uh, scare people folks i'm just trying to tell you um, you have a choice you can be an adult you can be moral you can stick up to the bully um, you can be ethical, you can be community-minded, you can love your neighbor. You don't have to follow the lies of known liars just because they print uh, paper rectangles that they ca call money. You can do other things. And if, you know, like what kind of society do you want to live in anyway? Like if, if you decide, well, I'm going to side with myself. Well, what do you, you think evil spares anybody? Like, again, it's not humans. <laughs> it's a spirit. It's an ether. It's a vibration that infects humans, that kill other humans. And so it's not a human on human problem. That evil vibration will eventually turn on you. Unless you tone down your fear and start eating better, start being healthy and opening your heart a little bit, which shuts off your limbic system and activates your prefrontal cortex, which is a part of your brain just behind your forehead. And if you notice that there's a thin part of the skull just by the side of your eye, they call it the temple because the temple is your direct access to the God force where you can kind of remember what you're supposed to be in the first place, which is a caring, moral, and ethical human being. And that's why they all, always called it the temple, folks, because when you want to pray, you want to talk to God, you go to the temple. And that part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex that houses all our morality and all our ethics and all our knowledge and logic, that gets shut down when we're put in fear. And that's why the government keeps putting us in fear with invisible viruses that, again, it's 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 a theory <laughs> it's a theory and their theory is what you eat doesn't make you sick but so if you eat donuts or cauliflower you'll get the same sicknesses please people i'll volunteer at any time myself to take the swab of an active coronavirus infected person and stick it in my mouth 
to show you viruses do not make you sick. So if anybody wants, I'll pay $1,000 if you can find me a coronavirus infected person. I will swab their mouth live on the video and then quarantine myself <laughs> for the you know for the 14 days or whatever's required right i'll comply and then i'll go live every day because if you're sick you're sick and if you're healthy you're healthy and all the all the tea in china and all the the viruses that people say they're afraid of if you do the research it's a theory. It's a popular theory because it creates fear of the invisible. And since you can't see the invisible, how well can you be controlled on that one? It's like the devil. So, folks, that's the end of this podcast. I hope you can start. Just stay calm. Keep Try to keep your prefrontal cortex on. Keep your heart open. You know, comply and keep yourself safe at the moment but do a little bit of history you might want to push back you might want to start talking against the bully you're you're getting told by people who always keep their jobs that you can't work and they're also saying for essential services well you're non-essential service you're an essential service so how far are we away folks from saying you're an essential human and you're a non-essential human this is the way evil rolls they get you with the terminology that somehow they can determine what's essential and non-essential and someone's like yeah yeah i understand that with business well that's supposed to be illegal the state's not supposed to have any power to shut down any business for for any reason whatsoever and then once you get mind-controlled and programmed and rep- repetitively impregnated with the, with the words essential and non-essential, then it's easier. It's called the lane of traffic method. So, you know, you have five lanes of traffic and you start pushing the, the car over one lane at a time. Well, let's tell them essential, non-essential businesses. And then on the far lane, like four other lanes over, is the government deciding... Who's essential human? Who's a non-essential human? Let's close the non-essential humans down. And it's this, it's the lane of traffic effect. That's what they're looking for. So if the money you're handling is dirty, and then the human puts the money in their pocket, well, how many lanes of traffic are you uh, are away from declaring that the human is also dirty because they touched it? Let's let's sanitize them. And what's what's a sanitarium, right? What sanitize, right? Or sanity? You know, this is all insanity. This is where we're going, and everybody's sort of acting like children, complying with the bully, not researching what's coming, and hoping somehow to be in the herd. The wolf won't grab them from the from the perimeter. Well, this wolf is hungry. You're not going to be safe ever inside this game so either sort of speak up or forever hold your peace don't ever say no one tried to explain these things to you because you'd be actively ignoring the truth the people have been trying to explain this to the public for the past 50 years jesus was trying to explain the same thing how many thousands of years ago there's been people that says stop being afraid start pushing back there's not a lot of them you have to be tricked into doing 
to yourself what they could only dream of. They could never lock us all in their own house, in our own houses. They got to trick us to do it through fear. How can people not be seeing this or thinking that by just shutting up and sitting down and always complying that this is going to work out in their favor? It is not going to work out in their favor. It never does. Read a history book. So this is Jason Kristoff signing off. Thank you for listening.